people here we go welcome to episode zero of the coop cast first episodes in the can and i cannot wait for more of these episodes to drop but before we before we get into it too much what i wanted to do is i wanted to take a little bit of time and explain what's going to become of the coop cast what kind of guests can you expect what's the tone of the podcast going to be like who's going to be on what topics are we going to discuss and things like that and Rather than just me talking on the mic about what I'm going to talk about in the future, I decided to bring one of my good friends and also a prolific podcast host and somebody who's a way better content creator than I am, uh, Bill Yang, to help me out and to basically interview me on what to expect from this podcast. We did this uh, from Jorge Maravilla's house uh, over in uh, Marin County, just before the North Face uh, Endurance 50 at a dinner party uh, that, that he was throwing in the food there was actually quite fantastic. But we sat down in his kid's room on some, you know, kind of play table and, you know, small child chairs and things like that. It was kind of a ridiculous setting, but it was really fun. And, um, I think we did a really good job explaining what to exactly, what to exactly expect from this podcast. So here we go. We're going to get into it. Episode zero, myself and Billy Yang talking about what is going to become of the Coop cast. Let's check it out. Jason Coop, I'm so impressed by you, man. You're kind of like me. I did not want to start. I did want to control the controllables. And if that meant just buying decent equipment so the sound quality is good, I do think that's important. I, I don't want to regurgitate that. Oh, you don't need the fancy equipment. Yes, fine. But you need like a base level. There's a minimum. Of, yeah. There's a minimum standard. And all of sure. this looks very fancy. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. Paint the picture here. <laughs> this, I'm is having, a, this is an odd picture because it's both professional the equipment but then here you are sitting in a kid's chair and <laughs> the yeah. mics are mounted on a kid's table the equipment is very professional i would say the environment is not we're at jorge maravilla's house and he is cooking us a fantastic and elaborate latin feast along yes. with a whole lot of friends and their kids. And so I'm sure they'll be yelling and screaming and whatnot in the background, but at least, at least the, at least the equipment is professional. Yeah. We'll give it that. Well, let's talk about why we have the equipment, why we're set up here, Coop. What are you embarking on my friend? Because this has been a long time coming. I don't know if it's been a long time coming, but it yeah. It has for me, man. Well, it's for, you've been waiting on pins and needles for this? Well, I've always said that this was just the next evolution of Jason Coop because I've always thought you were so good on the mic. And, um, you know, I would call you a storyteller. And I do think you have very strong opinions. And I do think it has to be out there more. Um, you know, that's just been my personal take. So I'm glad you're finally embarking on this podcasting journey. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's been... Uh, it it, it, it it I've been very reluctant about it. If uh, you know, I don't need to tell you that. Just because it's another, you know, it's just another thing to do. And you know, how am I going to carve time out of the day and things like that? But finally, once I got around to the point that it it doesn't need to be perfect, right? I can go nope. out and I can do a lot of the same things that I do in my coaching practice with the athletes that I work with and with the kind of network of professionals that I built up. 
I can do, you know, really similar things that I do with them and just bring it to a lot larger audience. Once I really wrap my head around all of that, then it just started to, it just started to make sense that this is something that would be really neat to do. So what is, what could possibly among the hundreds of thousands of podcasts, I don't know if that's the actual number in the hundreds of thousands, maybe the tens millions, of thousands. Millions. Is it really? No, I don't know. I have no okay. <laughs> it feels that way. <laughs> what could you possibly lend to this space, Coop? Like what is, what is the Coop? Is it the Coopcast? Is that the official yeah, name that we're going with? Yeah, the official name. Yeah. All right, the Coopcast. What is the Coopcast going to be about and what do you think your contribution can be in this space? Because if you're anything like me, and I always reverse engineered from the end consumer, right? There is, it's hard just to keep up with the podcast that I have currently in my queue. But to, to bring on another voice would mean I... It has to distinguish itself. It has to be different. So what is your podcast going to be about? What is the fresh new voice of Jason Coop? That, like, what is that going to be? Well, it's not a fresh new voice I know, for I'm me. I'm busting your chops No, 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 no. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, really, in, in every sense of the world, word, it is a lot of just what I do day to day repackaged in a format that I can broadcast to a larger audience. Um, you know, I, 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 I listen to podcasts for two reasons. You know, I have my informational podcast that I use as a, more of like a professional development. Mm-hmm. And they're super obscure. They're with like really incredibly smart domain experts, but they're typically horribly produced. They have a really small audience. They're hard to listen to just because the quality is so bad. And the Give us an example the, of something that might surprise uh, well, people okay, out there that okay. know you. Well, no. Okay. So there's one, there's one that he actually does a pretty decent job with. This is the Dr. Bubs podcast. So he's, okay. a, he's a performance physiologist, does a lot of work in the team sports and he brings on just like incredibly narrow domain experts Mm -hmm. on anything from nutrition to sports psychology to you know how the coach team dynamic works and things like that and I get a lot of professional value out of those by getting into those deep dives with those individuals. <clears throat> but if your wife Liz was in the car with you, she would fall asleep she can't in stand 13 it. minutes. She can't, yeah, she can't stand it. And, and I don't think it's, it's not meant for a very broad audience. It's mm-hmm. meant for a very narrow, specific audience, very, you know, sports performance type of orientation. Um, and then there's the other podcasts that I listen to that are purely for entertainment value. And most of those have very little to do with running at all. Like sometimes it's some MMA stuff or some league sports things. Joe Rogan's podcast comes to mind, mm-hmm. which roles I, which both you and I, uh, we, we really like a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's, there's good informational content in a lot of those. Some very few of them would have any information that's kind of like relative to the sport of ultra running, but I like listening to them just because they're entertaining. They're funny. Yeah. You know, they're good guests, sharp guests and things like that. But what I, what I kind of really struggled to find specifically in the ultra running space is something that could kind of merge the two, something that was entertaining to listen to and that also had a high you know informational value to the end user. So really that's what I'm trying to like bring out in a lot of these conversations that I have. You're talking present company aside, right? Because there's at least a couple of podcasts that I know of that both you know, give out useful information, but it's also highly, highly entertaining and valuable. Yes, absolutely. Especially <laughs> when you bring on really smart guests that are incredibly like coaches. gifted coaches. Okay, yeah, yeah. You do a really yeah good Mario's job a great that. guest. <laughs> <laughs> Mario's Very inside. A, Mario is a good guest. All right. So I'm curious because I, in, in the vein of wanting to do it in a way 
that can further distinguish yourself. I told myself that at the very minimum, I want to conduct these interviews in person. That's easier said mm -hmm. than done. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, my personal podcast, I'm going to give a quick plug here, the Billy Yang podcast, is somewhat irregular because of, in terms of the, the output, because that is, that is the very minimum bar that I've set for myself. And it's hard to get that FaceTime. So are you going to like follow the same philosophy of having it be in person only? Or are you going to Skype certain calls, bringing callers? Like how is that format going to look like? So my audio standards are not as high as yours. Uh, I'm certainly going to have people call in, but also a lot of times I'm going to bring in kind of two sides of, of an argument. And so that that obviously means three people or sometimes even four people in a room. Is this going to be like the politically incorrect where you get a little like, bit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of compare and contrast yeah, and yeah. Then a little bit of different, different angles on the same perspective. So you might have like a, like a nutritionist angle and then an athlete angle. Uh, I actually just recorded one with uh, Stephanie Violet mm -hmm. and uh, David Clark. So Stephanie took kind of the the practitioner's point of view, being you know PhD in sports science and nutrition, having her own having her own nutrition practice, and David took the practitioner's point of view of you know being a former three hundred and twenty pound you know alcoholic that yeah. turned into a badass ultra runner, and so because of all of those logistics, there are going to be some that are in person, just like this, and just like I recorded over the past couple of days when I've been out here in San Francisco. But there are going to be other times where I just have to do, I just have to do a phone call. And I'm actually trying to work through some higher quality scenarios on that. So I've got some mics, like a bank of mics that I'm going to ship around with instructions. So people Look at have, you, yeah, man. So people have some high quality mics to, to, to plug in. And obviously the equipment that you're seeing in front of you has the capability of piping those in. So I'm, try, I'm trying to do it right to where it doesn't sound like a scratchy, yeah. USB Skype call all the time where yeah. it actually does sound more like of a like a in a studio production quality. It sounds like you're gonna be like the Flintstones vitamins of the podcasting world or you're striving to be where you're getting some good but look, you're getting some good nutritious uh, vitamins in you, but it's it comes in a package that's also <laughs> delightful to pop into your mouth. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever used that analogy. All right, well right, maybe I'll I can think it. of a better one, it. but that was the first thing that came to mind. Okay, so Coop. As we as we're here right now uh, in advance of the North Face Fifty, which is the Bay Area, you are about to run an errand to perhaps facilitate <laughs> the uh, the merging of guests. So why don't you tell the audience like what's what you're about to do in the next yeah. couple of hours? Because I am green with envy, but uh, I also think it's a brilliant, brilliant idea. Yeah, I'm so I'm so stoked about this. I've been working on this for a few years now, and it, it seems really cliche, but I'm I'm gonna go and buy a converted built like custom built out Sprinter van for Transit actually. Um, and you you know because we see each other all the time at races. I'm at races constantly during the summer from April all the way to August and September, usually three out of the four weekends of the month. I'm here or there, you know, working with athletes, meeting athletes and things like that. And uh, honestly, the, the initial impetus for, for, for getting one of these vans was I was sick of my hotel bills. You know, I'd look at the end of the year when I, when I was reconciling my expenses and things like that. And I just, you know, I almost felt bad. Like it's just, it's just su such an astronomical bill every year to go all these places. And so 
getting a van simply from that perspective made a whole lot of sense. But then when I started on this on this journey of starting a podcast, I I, I basically have it specced out to where it becomes a mobile recording studio. Oh, so so I can go. I can that go. is the dream, people. That is the dream for me. So so you can come on. You can hey, I can rent you time in the van. <laughs> we can work that out later. I'll give you a good deal on it. Um, and so the fact that I'm at a lot of races, I'm around a lot of athletes, I'm, I'm, I'm around a lot of movers and shakers in the ultra running space. And the fact that I've got, you know, a recording studio on wheels, it just made all the sense of the world to, to do. So I'm literally going to leave Jorge's house in the next 30 minutes. I'm going to try drive down South to Cupertino and put a, put a deposit down on this van. Then I'm going to come back in a few weeks and pick up and drive back to Colorado. So I'm, 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 I'm really, really stoked about it. Are you also scared a little bit about the investment? Cause you're all in now, brother. Yeah, I know. You are all in. <laughs> Not really. Cause it's like, it's multifunctional. Like I said, the, I've, I've been looking at this for a long time, just even before this whole podcast thing, because I wanted, I wanted simultaneously to, to just be more functional at races and also be able to go to more of them and not be so hamstrung on the, on the cost of it all. So yeah. I'd wrap my head around getting one and, and, and have been doing anybody who's looked at these vans know how, how much of a black hole this can be just doing the inordinate amount of research and, you know, just going down every rabbit hole that you can kind of find. I've been doing that for, for, for quite a while and it just added more, kind of fuel to the fire to, mm -hmm. to, to make this purchase once I started this thing. Well, thankfully you have a ton of me on these ads and stamps.com <laughs> ads lined up, right? I assume like, how are you going to pay for all this, man? Cheeky, cheeky, very cheeky. <laughs> yeah. I, I put a, I, I put a lot of thought into this and I'm not taking any ads at all. I'm not taking any advertising dollars. I'm not going to have any sponsorships. So you won't hear the me undies thing or, you know, whatever, you know, .com or nutrition sponsor or, you know, whatever kind of comes along. And, um, the, the, the real reason, the real reason I want to do that is because I don't want to have a filter to adhere to. If, you know, there are products and things out there that I really like, I want to be able to say, Hey, this is, you know, a really good thing that athletes should check out. I mean, I just went to goo, you know, and talked to Roxanne there. Who's a total badass, by the way, she's done six of the seven oh, summits. Yeah. yeah. Roxanne Vogel. She's, yeah. she's a badass. Yeah. She's a total badass. And I wanted to be able to talk to her from a standpoint of, Hey, these are the things that I agree with that you are doing, and these are the things that I don't agree with. And we had a really frank conversation about what a lot of those things are. Mm -hmm. If I have, or if I'm trying to bring on nutrition partners, they're going to look at that and go, "I don't want to give this guy any advertising dollars if he's going to have you know this kind of unfiltered view." So that that's one piece of it. But then the other piece of it is, I think it's something that a lot of uh, just a lot of people in the outdoor space are kind of getting sick of right now is you don't know what's real anymore. Yeah. Like you look on Instagram and you can't tell if it's an ad or if somebody just genuinely likes whatever watch they're wearing, mm -hmm. whatever, you know, footwear they have on their feet, whatever hats, sunglasses. And the fact that, that, that we can't tell what are paid endorsements and what are not right now, it just, it just personally turns me off a lot. And to avoid all of that, I'm just saying I'm not taking a dime for sponsorships or ads. And on the tail end, if more people come into coaching, yeah. that's that's really the way that it gets monetized, to be frank with you. Are you at all flexible on that? And could you perhaps change your mind six months from now, a year from now? 
It would take so if somebody non-endemic yeah. came and offered <laughs> Volkswagen it, offered you. Yeah, yeah, Volkswagen wanted to come in and offer me, you know, a billion dollars to sponsor the, you know, podcast for five years. I'd 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 entertain something like that, but you know, the chances that I don't think you have any like handle on the going race. I think a billion might be yeah, a tad a, steep. A tad steep. It, but my point is is it, is it is it would have to be a lot and yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really committed to it, especially in the space of coaching and fitness and training yeah. and things like that. I mean, at the end of the day, Billy, I'm a purveyor of advice and I, I've been in the industry long enough to where I've had like really good partners that I can stand by and say, yeah, I really, I really actually do love the things that, you know, they've provided to us. I can stand by the products, but I've also had partnerships where you got to kind of hold your nose at. And that that's, that's a really hard statement to make when you're in the middle of it, taking those types of partnerships. But I guarantee you that almost all of the companies and the athletes that are out there mm-hmm. that have been a part of that have had to had so, have had something that they've just looked at and go, oh God, this is, I just, I just don't believe in this product for whatever reason. And they just can't say anything about it. And, that, and that's part of the gig. Yeah. You know, and I'm just not playing a part of it. It's amazing how, for the amount of uh, money is currently being poured into podcasting ads, how you and I, I'm going to speak for you, how you and I will go out of our ways to distinguish the the ad voice from the regular conversational voice. And we have the, the 15 second fast forward, the 30 oh, second yeah. fast forward. Yeah. And you can cut through all that bullshit. So I'm, I'm really one, I'm very curious, and this is not something we have to get into now, but I'm really curious to see how that ultimately plays out because the ROI can't be that great if there are people like you and I. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We might be we might be speaking too highly of ourselves, but the other thing with that is it's just weird. It doesn't matter how they do it, whether they do it in the intro or they do a live read. Oh, or if it's they six like minutes cut of it, intro, forget yeah. about or it. They you, cut in the middle yeah. with, oh, and here's another, and here's something from our sponsors, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Like it's always really awkward. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I honestly feel bad for the guests because they get looped in. It's almost, it's almost yeah. like, uh, it's, it's almost like they're endorsing the product as well just by being on. Like I know a lot of people would think about it like that, especially when it's in the middle of a conversation. So the, like I said, the whole thing, I'm just going to avoid it all. I'm not going to chase those dollars around. I'm not interested in it. I'd rather just do, you know, just do what I want to do when I want to do it and have the most flexibility possible. And ultimately, I think that serves the end user, the end listener the best because they know they, they kind of they know what they're getting and they know what they're getting is like real and authentic. Yeah. If you're in the middle of, hey, Jason, let's put a pin on the Alberto Salazar thoughts you like shipping and post. You yeah, know, you're sick of the post office. Stamps.com. <laughs> what the like? What does that have to do with what we're just talking about? <laughs> yeah, the segue is never that clean. Uh, hey, so when and where can people find your show? Because I feel like the buildup. <laughs> just being your friend, maybe I'm I'm a little I too think, close. I to think the, you're too insulated <laughs> yeah. to this, man. But it feels like the buildup's been uh, building up, at least in my head. Like I'm I'm excited to check out episode number one. So when should people anticipate uh, hearing first episode? Uh, first week of December, they're going to drop every Thursday. Every and Thursday, you're every coming Thursday. to this. All every, right, every week. Yeah, every week I've got seven of them in the can right now, mm. and it's uh, November fifteenth. So I've got almost two months, kind of already waiting in the wings. Give me the pie chart ratio of nervousness and excitement. 
How does that break down? Well, right now it's just excitement. Mm-hmm. And I sure, I, I'm absolutely certain when I push the submit button on the first one, it's going to completely turn to nervousness because that's exactly what happened when I wrote the book. Is like I was super excited the entire process of writing the book because yeah. it's like, yes, I get to like put all these things down on paper that I've been doing for almost 20 years. And, you know, I just, I just really, I, I was, I just really, I just really liked that concept. But then when it got time to turn it in and my editor said, nope, you're done. Yeah. You cannot make any more edits shit, after this. I was like, holy crap. Whatever I just turned in is now going to go out to the world with all of its flaws and it's going to be this thing that you're creating from, yeah, out of like thin air and just like putting it out there. Yeah. Is and saying consume it and please. Yeah. So it was, I I was, it it was kind of a scary moment when I knew I couldn't make any more changes. (laughs) Well, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah. The good thing is that the internet is a very fair and rational place. So (laughs) I'm sure it'll be nothing but. Uh, you know, non-critical. Well, you know me, like there's going to be some time to your credit. Yeah. I'm not going to pull punches on certain things. And I was going to say to your credit, you have a pretty thick skin and I think you're rooted pretty well in who you are, your own opinions. Like they're not just, you know, like you definitely believe in everything you say. So if you, if you at least have that as the foundation, then, you know, you're going to stick to your guns or you're going to plead your case where you're not going to be like, well, it's not, I, I can say it's not going to be without controversy is the wrong word. Cause it's not like we're talking about, you know, impeaching the president or no, something like that. Like we're talking about nutrition and running. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like, you know, but there, there are going to be, I am intentionally setting up scenarios and topics and guests that have differences of opinions on things. And mm-hmm. I do think that that's something that's missing, especially when you get an interview format. Cause obviously there's one side of the equation, but when you have a host like me, who I'm also a domain expert, and I can put that hat on and take that hat off kind of at any point, I can mm. switch from the host to the domain expert, back to the host, back mm-hmm. to the domain expert. And the person who's on the other end of the table has to you know, respond to that. And if we have two people, we all have to you know, kind of play off of each other. So it's not going to be all one-sided. There are going to be different sides of different topics. And we just went through, going back to that, uh, the one that I recorded earlier with David, David and Steph, we definitely went through some things where should you become a vegan to improve your performance? And the answer to that is not very clear. And we got David's perspective on it. And he was very clear that, yep, I'm in that camp. You got a pretty balanced perspective from Steph. Here's where it works and here where it doesn't, and here's where it doesn't work. And I think that from the listener's perspective, those are the better things to hear because it's impossible for the listener to be the expert. Mm. And when you get both of, when you get two people with those differing perspectives, the end result is, is just you have a more informed audience at the end of the day. That is what's frustrating about, say, a Joe Rogan where he brings right. on a hunter or something right. and it's just completely one-sided. Exactly. And um, you don't get that differing uh, you know, push and pull of the differing opinions. I'm super stoked for you, like I mentioned. This, uh, this feels like it's been a long time coming. You're a great guest. I think you dispense some excellent advice. So as long as you continue to bring that value to the audience, you can't not win. Was that a double negative? You cannot, you cannot lose. <laughs> you cannot lose. You can't not win. Who's the professional? Was here? I right the first time? No, you, you can't right not there. win. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jason. <laughs> well, before we go though, yes. Is there anything else? I owe you a debt of gratitude. Like we, we you're right. We have talked about this a lot, and mm-hmm. you were a, a really, really instrumental part from me being on the 
reluctant side of the fence to me actually doing it. And so I've always appreciated that counsel, but more, more importantly, I've appreciated the inspiration and motivation. Well, like I said, you're a natural in the space and I'm I'm excited, genuinely excited to see your contributions to the space, man. I think it'll be a great show. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Good luck. Bye, Kundios. Here we go. Appreciate it, man. Boom. Fist bump. And there you have it. Episode zero is in the books. Thank you to my homie, Billy Yang. I really appreciate you doing that for me. Uh, Like I said, uh, like I said, during the podcast, I do owe you a debt of gratitude, not only uh, for episode zero, but also just to, you know, kick me on to the side of the fence where I'm actually, uh, I'm actually doing this thing. And thank you to the listeners. Um, You know, this podcast is really not going to go anywhere without people on the other end listening. And I promise that I'm going to come with my best every week, every Thursday when these things drop. I'm going to bring on things that are exciting to talk about. They're interesting to listen to. And hopefully uh, you guys listening on the other end come away informed, inspired, and, you know, really ready to, you know, crack at it and do some good training, do some long runs, do some hard runs and things like that. So I'm really appreciative appreciative of that. If you have any suggestions for topics, I'd love to hear them. You can hit me up on social media. I'm on Instagram and on Twitter as at Jason Coop. That's Coop with a K. I'd love to hear your feedback. Click subscribe on all of your podcatching platforms. It'll be on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. What are the other ones? Google Podcasts. I'm a little bit out of my element because I'm still trying to figure out what the heck is going on. But go ahead, subscribe to them. Give them, give them a like if you like them. And similarly, if you hear something that you know you don't quite agree with, you want you know me to elaborate a little bit further on. Like I said, hit me up. I'm happy to have those types of discussion and create that type of dialogue. Once again, thank you to all the trail runners out there. If you see me at a race, I just totally forgot about this. You see me at a race in the van, come on, stop by, say hi. We'd love to, you know, cut it up and chat. I get a lot of ideas just simply by going out to races and and being in the community. So we would love to see you in the Coopcast mobile. I got to come up with a better name for that in the mobile recording studios, whatever it ends up becoming. I'd love to see you out there whenever I'm at all these races. Once again, you guys, thank you guys for listening. Tune in to episode one, which is dropping today at the same time with my two good friends, Stephanie Howe Violet and David Clark. And I'll see you guys out on the trails. (laughs) 